Hey, welcome back, obligatory podcast episode. It's it really is episode thirty-seven. Yeah, this time. you got it right this time. What did I say last? You week? said thirty-eight. Did I? Really? And we're on thirty-six. You know why? It just feels like <laughs> I spent so much time doing this crap that it feels like it should be. Boring. You got excited. That's all. Yeah, I just skipped through two episodes. I'm sure if you listen to us, you go, yeah. We're <laughs> probably done without the last two episodes, you know, or I pushed ourselves two episodes ahead. Yeah. Either way, it e- worked out. Either way, we're figuring out. You know what it was? You did that one bastard episode where it was like you, your girl, and some guy drinking tequila. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that just threw me off. That threw you off. One episode threw you off. It doesn't take much. It will still be 37 then. You should have been saying 37 instead of 38. Maybe it was wishful thinking that we'd done more. (laughs) Are you just trying to hit 40 to feel happy? Yeah, I'm trying to catch up to my birthday. You're, right, you're trying to catch up to your 42 age. 42 episodes that I'm out. And then we're game. done? We're done. Sweet. We've said all we need to say. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> How much more? How much more do you How want? How many more poop stories do we need? Oh, there's never enough poop stories. I would disagree. <laughs> I would. How uh... many more times do we need to get, get you inappropriately racist? Inappropriately well, racist? What's the correct word? Wait, time you, out. You get racist. I do not get racist. You get ra- you get stereotypical. What? Yeah, off. You don't? No. You don't. I think the whole la- last episode was just you doing horrible impersonations of other cultures. <laughs> Am I incorrect in saying that? I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Well, if only we had some sort of recording on <laughs> Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. I was thinking about that today, man. I'm like, wow. Uh, you know, it's a good thing that politics are going the way it's going, where you're not held accountable for things you ever done, <laughs> because we're basically just handing up. Like they had Kavanaugh's calendar, and people were like, "Fine with that." Like, <laughs> if you ever run for president, dude, they're just gonna bring in all these episodes, all the episodes, and you'll be like, "Yeah, but that was like four years ago. I'm a totally different person, and that was that was for entertainment purposes." And I was thinking about running for mayor. Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> R- mayor for if anything, if anything, maybe this makes you look more human. You know? Is that what it is? Flawed. I have, I have flaws That's and, what and have a want, personality. Now. People want to know you're flawed. All flawed right. and wealthy is all it takes. Now. And that I'm slightly mm-hmm. stereotyping people. I love things that happen every day now that would have been scandals 20 years ago <laughs> are just like commonplace. It's like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, I did it. It's fine. <laughs> You'll accept it. It's and if right. you don't, I think it's because politicians and higher ups finally realized they're like, ah, what do, what can people do if I actually admit to it? Nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing's going to happen. I have money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I'm going to be fine. So, um, yeah, just quick recap, obligatory recap. How was your uh, last week, man? What'd you do since I saw you? What did we record? We did uh, Tuesday last week, right? We did Tuesday. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Um, Honestly, just working on... Uh writing jokes <laughs> yeah, how's that going it's going actually okay yeah you got some new stuff in there. i'm trying to get that 20 that you want <laughs> yeah because yeah. i feel like after 10 i'm like do you guys really want to listen to me talk like i feel like that on stage like wow you guys are still like if you guys left i would be wouldn't be shocked wow like <laughs> like wow. 10 minutes right you guys are good right 10 minutes like I'm i don't really, have that confidence i'm of really like, looking forward to seeing you oh it's gonna be so out. interesting and the first one's homo sassa um, one of Bonkers Comedy Clubs. The first so, one you got me doing. Yeah. 20 minutes. Well, on the bright side, in that room, no one's listening. No one's anyway. listening anyways. Yeah. I'm going to just sell bingo uh, numbers and see if anyone pays attention. There you go. It's going to be a... But, you know, the nice thing is, you know, uh, you're starting at one of the rougher rooms. So everything from that point on is happy. Uh, when I took another feature on the road with me, uh, the first room we did was this beautiful uh, place in uh, Milwaukee called the Potawatomi Casino. And it was on the big stage. And the green room is named after uh, 
Don Rickles there. It's called the Mr. Warmth Don Rickles Green Room. And it was his first bonkers comedy club experience. And it, I'm like, this kind of gives you a skewed version of what the rest of our comedy career is going to be like. <laughs> it's because uh, we just went in this beautiful venue and everything else. And then the next week we were playing the back room of a bowling alley. <laughs> I'm like, how fast they fall. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, uh, Homosassa, that's the High Octane Saloon is the name of the venue. And it's basically like an airplane hangar where people who enjoy motorcycles. And no one pays attention. It used to be uh, used to be a pretty fun room, and now it's just basically you're killing time before the band the, comes before on. the band shows up. Yeah, and there's a couple of things that make a comedy show work, and one of those things is having the audience sat properly and everything else. And they have they don't do that there. They have this higher stage, like the stage. Is it's a concert stage, four and a half, five feet off the ground, and then uh, they don't bring any of the tables up near the stage because they save that for the dancing with the band afterwards. So your closest table is like thirty feet away, <laughs> and then. On top of all that, it's just this, it's a its a biker bar. So you, you do have some people who show up to hear the comedy, but they are far outweighed by the people who are waiting for the band to start and everything. It always reminds me of that scene in Blues Brothers where we should just have chicken wire fence up so when they start throwing the beer bottles, it shatters. <laughs> It'll get shattered when we yeah. get in the face. Well, but you survive it. We'll see. I did, I did, I did biker don't. bars before. Some people, I know... Uh, a mutual friend of ours who's one of the most respected headliners in Orlando w- refuses to do that room now. He won't do it. He's like, Mike, it's the only room I do where I just come off stage feeling like, he's like, I'm funny, right? Like, dude, I've, I've had some TV success. I've toured every club. I work for all the big rooms. Like, I make a living doing this. But I, I leave that room going, man, I need to do something else with my <laughs> life. That's the effect that room has. So if you can make it through there, man, you got a shot. Great. But speaking of which, I had something similar this week because uh, last weekend... I was on the road with Louis Anderson. We were doing mm. all these beautiful theaters. We did the Ponte Verde, Ponte Vidra, Ponte Verde, Ponte Vidra, Ponte Vidra theater up in uh, near Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, we did the uh, Capitol Theater on Clearwater. We did the Arturo Center, at Arturo the Center Arturo. and then we did the uh, Key West there down Key West, Florida. Beautiful the theaters, all sold out. You know, you go, you go there, you drive around back, security opens the gate, they show you your green room everywhere else. I was spoiled last week. Yeah, because you told me that you, people are like yeah. asking to asking if you need anything, and you're like, no, I'm okay. Like, no. Yeah. Don't yeah. help us. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, this week, uh, Kevin White and I, on Thursday this past week, my birthday, we drove up to uh, North Carolina, Lexington, South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Played a place called Moonshiners. Oh, boy. Where the manager literally told us, he's like, look, host ain't show up. So it's just you boys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. And then he's, there's all these tables with reserve signs. And we're like, well, sh- the show starts at what? Uh, 730, 8 o'clock? He's like, yeah, but we don't do nothing real formal here. People come and go as they please. So, you know, you guys just all start. Maybe they'll come. Maybe they won't. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, there was. Uh, so to go from this whole big 1800 seat sold out venue to just you're playing this, you know, a little country blues bar. <laughs> You know where the where the audience is there. Maybe you know. <laughs> you boys go out there and make with the funny. Yep. I'll be in the back with the wings. And I got I gotta say that's exactly what it was too. One hundred percent. It's like, wings and like, fries. Usually I spend more time on the floor, but we had a cook almost cut his hand off this morning, so I gotta be back there. On he the cut line. his finger off, yeah. so we fried that so up. We got, we got no host. Uh, the cook almost cut his hand off, so he's not there. And uh, I'll give it to Kevin White, dude. He went up to an audience that. I wouldn't have wanted to go up to, you know, especially when you're a feature. Sometimes that happens. The host doesn't show up. Guess what? Now, it's it's always like this. Someone has to host a show. 
And if there's not a host, I've always said it falls on the feature to become that host feature. And I've had shows where the feature doesn't even host a show properly. So you go up as a headliner and you still got to be that one to kind of turn the crowd into an audience. Kevin went up and, uh, dude, they probably talked over him for the first five minutes. That's nice. And he just kept that. A lot of weaker comics would have cracked. I would have been like, shut the fuck up. You know, and he just... He didn't do any of that. He just kept going with his jokes, and they got on board, and he did a great job. And by the time I got on stage, uh, it was easy peasy, man. You did, what, two nights? Yeah, we were there one night. Uh, oh, my God. So you had to go back to the same No, room. no, it's a different venue. Oh, uh, so we like, did Lexington, South Carolina on Thursday night. Then we went up and did uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Uh, There's a Jacksonville, North Carolina. There is Jacksonville, okay. North Carolina. We did a place called Ducks, which we did last year. Ducks. And last year it was funny because we drove up there, did those gigs, then had to drive home because the hurricane was about to hit. Hurricane <laughs> Irma was coming through, and uh, yeah, so we drove back down. We were the only car going southbound on 95. Oh, nice straight shot. Uh, yeah, but the only thing was it was like Walking Dead, dude. You saw all these people in cars who had been trying to make it out of Florida when they ran out of gas on the side of the road. At one point, we had to go half 30 miles off the main highway hoping we could find a gas station with gas to fill up to make our trip back to Florida. And I got home just in time for a tree to fall on my car. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. But uh, this year, that whole Jacksonville, North Carolina area, uh, they got hit with the hurricane that went through just a little bit ago and there it, a lot of jacksonville north carolina looks like you know florida right now with the you know the uh blue tarps on the roofs and the kind of like what it looked like for us last year oh, that's called pine hills <laughs> yeah well uh the sad news is this hurricane michael looks like it's kind of hit they haven't even recovered from that yet yeah, and f- it looks like like the hotel we were staying at for our uh, gig on set on friday night we were the only ones in the hotel who didn't work with fema like it was uh, the rest of the hotel was basically the the living oh facility gosh. for all the FEMA employees. And, and you guys like, all right, I'll see y'all later. Good luck with that. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So I'm just hoping for those guys up there because, you know, it's one thing to get hit by a hurricane being recovering. It's another thing to be hit. And it's like, holy shit. Here comes another. It's coming. And it it's it always amazes me how you can see total destruction of one house and then right next door. Nothing. Oh, brand like yeah, spanking yeah. new. It just like skips. tornadoes do that, man. Yeah, they, they hit one house, they'll skip three, and then hit the other one. It's like, oh my gosh, what happened? We went down one road where it was just you saw these beautiful houses on the left side of the road, and all of them had blue tarps or sandbags or wire damage. And right across the street, a trailer park where it looked like nothing had been <laughs> touched whatsoever. And it just makes you we wonder. We got it hard enough. Yeah. All right, you guys get a pass. Yeah, it just makes you wonder if that guy in the trailer park's like, this is the one. I've been paying that homeowner's insurance for years. It's time to cash this out. And then nothing. You know? Wait, trailer park people get homeowners? Sure. Really? You can't, trailer parks are home. Trailers are homes. On um, wheels? Homes. Not all of them are on wheels, man. You can't catch them. They can litter gypsies. There's different types of trailers, dude, especially down in, well, in Florida. I mean, you look around, you see these mobile home parks. Those, some of those places are nicer than most of the houses you've seen, man. I have never been to a nice uh, RV. Never, we got, that should be a, that should I mean, I've seen them in movies and like yeah. hip hop documentaries, yeah. but not, I haven't been in one. Yeah, no, a lot of those mobile homes are actually not so mobile. Like they ship half the house, then they ship the other half and they just seam it together. What? Like Legos? Yeah, like Legos. <laughs> Why do you give me that look for? I just can't believe that you live in Florida and haven't seen not 
you think every mobile home can be hooked up to like a truck and taken down the road? Is that what you think? Yes. No. We know. Are they, Dude, are they built some in? Of these, no, some of these mobile homes, these trailers are like the, the width of full-size houses, man. I mean, I believe you. He's they, never, I've never dude, been I one. drove to your house here tonight and saw like 60 of them, you know? What are you talking about? I don't live near a trailer park. I took 50 all the way over here. Oh, you, so you went through like Pine Hills and everything. I took 50 all the way over, and it was the dumbest thing I could have done, dude. This was the most uncomfortable trip to your house yet. Why you do? Yeah, why'd you do 50? That's I don't so... know. I, I left early, so I had time. I figured I'd go to the scene. It's group. bad weather tonight, too. And yeah, as soon as I got to 50, though, it was so stupid because everything went at once. I looked down at my gas tank. I haven't driven the cruiser in like a week. So I looked down, and the gas was low. And I look at my phone, and I don't have my phone charger in that car. And my battery is low. And then top it off, my bladder was full. So I'm sitting there just going, ah, uh, 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 most uncomfortable, you know, I'm like, if I run out of gas, I don't even have it's a always, baseball lane with It's that. funny, though, right, how uh, 50 works? Yeah. Because, like, it's nice. And then you know you're getting into the ghetto when you see, like, a bunch of, like, uh, uh, like gy- gyros or gyros? What are they called? Gyros. Gyros. Shop- yeah, heroes. Yeah. There's, like, a bunch of them right off of 50 and then chicken wing places mm-hmm. and then, like, sandwich shops. And they're just, like, right back to back. And, like, oh, I'm in the ghetto. And then car yeah. sales. <laughs> and then there's two different places from Orlando to Okoe on 50. That just becomes, like, rolling hills of Hollywood. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like you just go over what a hill in Florida first yeah. that throws you off, and then you look over and you see little valleys. Yeah, down. like nice. Yeah. It's like what the hell? And then you're right back in the shit. You're right back in the shit. Yeah, like a couple couple of streets down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man, the shows went uh, the shows went well. Uh, had a lot of fun. Kevin White did great. I had a good time up there. And then uh, we got done with the show Friday night. And I don't know why we thought it was only going to be like a six or seven hour drive back from South Carolina, but he. He threw it into the GPS and it turned out it was going to be like a nine and a half hour drive. And I was like, I don't know, man, what do you want to do? You want to grab a couple hours sleep and then like leave after the show? Or do you want to sleep? And then I'm like, I really don't want to spend all Saturday driving. So Kevin's pretty cool about doing that thing where it's like, all right, we're just going to pack up the hotel room after the show and dip out. Because I like driving late at night, early morning when there's not a lot of traffic. I can't do it. Yeah. We'll die. Yeah. You fall asleep. I'll either. fall asleep. Yeah. It has to be in the morning. We did all right. Like Kevin, uh, Kevin, Kevin was a trooper. He did a lot of the driving this run. And uh, for once, you didn't have to be the bitch and drive everyone yeah. around. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. You actually had someone with a license. It was. It was good. <laughs> it was a nice. good time. So, uh, hey, big week though. On uh, not for comedy wise for you this past week, but uh, it was a, it was a fight week, huh? Dude, dude, I didn't see it. You didn't, didn't see, see any of it. No, no. So now we bring you exciting, exciting <laughs> new segment called kermit's corner for those of you who have listened to the show <laughs> kermit's corner. Uh, not only is kermit like a professional ninja karate instructor everything else he also gets a train with a lot of these uh uh ufc guys right yeah man i get so, i get the honor of doing it let's play some music for it and one of your guys before we get into it of oh course, wait no music no no music M- music cue yeah uh right. but uh before we really get into it uh the title fight for this uh what was it two yeah. uh 229 ufc was khabib Versus and uh, my boy Conor McGregor, right? Are you a Conor McGregor fan? I, I, I oh, appreciate the over-the-top Irish thing, okay. but uh, before we discuss that, because uh, that that was a bit of a surprise for some people, you were training with one of the people on the undercard, right? This past week, who was that? All right, that was Alan Patrick. Alan Patrick, but he's okay. a beast. He's, he's a very stand-up guy. But what's his weight class? One fifty-five. Okay, and uh, we had a little miss that. Didn't get the W. Okay. Well, let's start off. You were training with him right down the corner at 
Where were you training with him? No, I was training him at the gym. Yeah, at your gym? No, well, partner gym, Infusion. Fusion, okay, right. we're over here at West Oaks. West right? Oaks, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I saw you posted a video of you, you know, like getting knocked around the ring. Yeah, that was him warming up. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he had a fight and uh, he went all three rounds and uh, he threw a punch, leaned in a little bit too much and bam, That's all right in the takes. eye socket. That's all it takes, Broke his huh? orbital. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, no brain damage. Did that put him down straight away? Put him down, man. <laughs> I was like, no. And that was it. That was the end of the fight, man. It just, he had a bad day in the office. Still yeah. got a regular 15 and 2, but uh, yeah, he'll be no, back. Nothing to sneeze at. And yeah. then, uh, so let's get to the main event. Khabib. Connor. Connor. Who was the favorite there? Well, Connor was, of course. But I knew Khabib was going to smash him, man. Did you? Yeah. I was kind of like, yo, Khabib's going to smash this guy. Because Khabib's wrestling is like flawless. Really? Like that guy, that guy is like Drago. Drago? Mm -hmm. Drago's like wet dream. I will break you. Yes. Yeah. He said that in the, in the match while he was punching Connor in the face. He said, I will break he's, you. He's, I'm going to smash you as he's punching Connor in the face on the ground. Wow. This video of it, he's like, I'm going to smash you. <laughs> so <laughs> what's what's this mean for Connor? Is this the first time he's had a lot? No, Connor still gets a fat paycheck and he'll come back and fight. He has lost the belt. Yeah. And, uh, Nothing. I mean, nothing. Just what happened afterwards is what is yeah, the MMA. I, I didn't. Honestly, I saw like a quick clip, something about both camps got into the ring or something. What <laughs> so, happened? Like, so Khabib uh, puts Connor on his ass, bangs him around, and uh, pretty much gives him like a neck crank. Mm -hmm. like, like He looked like a choke, but it was actually like a neck crank jaw crusher. Okay. And he tapped out from that. Okay. So it should be over. Well, it was over. Okay. But Khabib's such a Russian monster <laughs> that he felt like I the fight he needs to fight more people. <laughs> like he couldn't like just fight. Like he needed he couldn't to just keep... take the win and be No, he's like, I still want to fight. And then he like took out his mouthpiece, threw it at this coach that's on the side, and then just rushed the cage, jumped over the cage, and did like a flying eagle flying kick Mario turtle stomp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then it just I, went the coaches from uh, Connor's camp. So what happened was uh, the coach that he attacked is his former jujitsu coach, and he jumped ship to train Connor. Oh, so that's where there's a lot of bad blood. And I guess he talked a lot of trash about Khabib and said you know stuff about Russia and about his family and about his camp. And the guy was just emotional. He just lost his. Shit. <laughs> he did what mostly. He did what you would have done at a road rage incident or catching a guy not picking up dog shit. He did, he did what you want to do. Yeah, the difference is those guys have it coming. <laughs> this guy had it coming. Yeah. Dude, and then they just... And it, then Connor's camp all attacked each other? Or? So Connor's camp is fighting Khabib on the outside. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Connor, which you didn't see, Connor takes a swing. Connor, take, here, I got the video for you. Mm -hmm. Where is this thing at? Uh, bloop, 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 bloop. So, okay. So, look. So, the fight ends here. Right? So, boom. Fight's over. Mm -hmm. Right? And Khabib throws his mouse, mouthpiece right there. Right? right? He's like, F you. Blah, 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 blah. And then, all of a sudden, he just, like, pushes that guy and lunges over. And here comes the, the flying bird kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> so Connor now is on the cage. See him on the cage over here yeah. on the left? And he punches that guy in the face. So now they're fighting. Mm -hmm. So the guy in the black shirt and Connor are fighting. 
So then here's this guy. He's going to run out of left field mm-hmm. in a red shirt. You're going to see him coming. Here's, here's, here's this guy right here. Look. And he jumps over. And now he punches Connor two times in the face. Pop, pop. So now he's fighting three people <laughs> of, the, of the camp. <laughs> wow. And, uh, dude, and then just all hell broke loose. Oh, and it was yeah. like every MMA like Royal Rumble dream. Yeah, this looks more like... So look, this is another viewer, Khabib. Like they're fighting in the in the in the stands. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, Frosty Tips. That's the guy that that was Connor. That's Connor McGregor's jujitsu coach. Mm-hmm. And then Khabib was. Uh, I wonder if this video has where Khabib does a flying kick. It's it's amazing. I want a T-shirt of it, by the way. It was. Uh, I got the volume off too because it's just a bunch of yelling, so it's kind of annoying. Um, and you know, people saying "oh shit" like eighty times. <laughs> yeah, this this looks more like WWF. That's what it is. It's like Khabib is like Stone Cold Steve Austin, but like what would have made this more? What it made this more? Uh, like I love this guy, the scrawny guy being held back yeah. too. This thing would have been more epic if Khabib like Khabib would have grabbed the beer and like smashed it on his forehead, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> like down, like that would Stone Cold told you because I said so. Yeah, that was it. Oh, man, that would have been that would have been the highlight reel. But mm-hmm. yeah, on a level of like martial artists, mm-hmm. you could be like, I feel like Dana White's like has to say, yeah, this is the most embarrassing thing ever, but but it's great. For oh, me. it's amazing. This is gonna go down in history. Yeah, there's another fight of the heavyweight guy, and I forgot his name. They call him Black Beast. I know, <laughs> he's a big black guy. His name's Black Beast. He goes by Black Beast. He beats this guy to a pulp, and then Joe Rogan interviews him, mm-hmm. and he takes off his shorts. Mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan's like, "Hey man, why'd you take off your shorts?" He goes, "My balls were hot." <laughs> he's like, "I understand." <laughs> We've all been there. And <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, you see Joe Rogan's new special on Netflix. I did. What'd you think of it? Okay, like I like Rogan. Yeah, I felt like it came off like too like yelly. Really? Like he was angry all the time, right? Yeah. Like I felt like I've always felt that was kind of his thing. Though. I know. Like um, I liked I liked his jokes. It was funny because I was watching it and I was just like, "Why am I not laughing as hard as everyone else?" Mm-hmm. And I think it's just his presentation of the jokes because I think the jokes were funny. Yeah. But like I think if you would have gave that joke to someone that's a little bit more animated, I think I would have laughed more. That's just me. I don't know. That's just a pre- preference of me. Yeah, I don't know. He started I, acting out towards the end. Mm-hmm. I thought like his. Oh like, yeah, he had some huge act outs. Act, but on. like in the beginning, I was just kind of like, it was kind of just kind of like a mon, like a monotone. Yeah, it's funny because I've never really watched much of Joe Rogan's stuff, but I've always appreciated the stuff I did see of it. You know, I appreciated uh, him going on stage and going after Mencia, calling him a joke. Yeah, I'm a fan. That got that got Joe banned from those clubs for a while. Right. You know, and uh, I've always enjoyed his podcast and stuff like that. But it's funny because I'm like, okay, well, I got some stuff I'm doing around the house. I'll just put on his new special and listen to it, you know. And I listened to it, and a lot of his special was focused on the you know, there's so much political the PC world and the whole Me Too and everything yeah. else. And it's funny because him and Bill Burr, you can totally see they come from that generation where it's like, uh, no, we're not going to change. This is because Bill Burr is a big on, hey, can we just uh, chill out on the whole Me Too? Not every guy's guilty type thing. And stuff yeah, because like that. Bill Burr doesn't act it out a lot either, but I love him. But I think it's, yeah. just, it's the voice. I feel well, like Rogan was just so like I thought, muscle. I, I thought he had quite a few things that I was like, wow, that was a really well written, well constructed joke. 
And uh, the next day I go on uh, Facebook and, uh, you know, I was like, going to mention like, hey, I checked out Joe Rogan's new special, enjoyed it. And before I could even say anything, like a, a ton of open micers were just sitting here trashing Joe Rogan's thing. Why are they and, trashing it? I don't know. Of course, first, as far as I go, I'm already that old man like, what fucking great thing have you done? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I've seen your open mic sets. The same thing from eight months ago. Right. It's still fucking horrible. And these people are just in there. Oh, this is Joe Rogan's problem. This is Joe Rogan. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I enjoyed his set. But more importantly, I just, I don't, I don't know. When did we get, when did everybody get to be the critic? You know, it used to be oh, that yeah. critics were oh, someone. That's everywhere. Yeah, but like. You know, you got these critics even in Orlando, working for the Orlando Sentinel. They'll send out a guy to critique comedy, and then you find out the guy's, he's never told a joke in his life. He knows nothing about comedy. The guy's degree in, like, uh, internet studies or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's like, what makes you, like, at least fucking food critics. There's a degree in internet studies? Well, you know, like computer <laughs> computer technologies like, or whatever. What the f- it's, it's like, dude. There used to be a time when the critics were respected because they knew what the fuck they were talking about. Right. And now it's just everybody and their mother is like, meh, meh. This Thumbs is, down. This is my personal take on it. <laughs> and, when I think Sarah Rogan needs to, uh, he needs to, he needs to work more on his charisma. Yeah. Mom. He needs to respect women. He needs to respect more women. Yeah. I don't find it funny when he makes fun of things yeah. and, that are going and on. And you know, it's horrible. I, he must have mentioned like four or five times too, like during his special. He's like, oh, believe me, I know I'm going to get shit for this when it comes out. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, I get it. It's not pr- appropriate. It's not PC. It's not everything else. <laughs> and he's like, but here's the thing. I don't, I don't really believe a lot of the things I'm saying, that's why they're fucking called jokes. Yeah. And I know some of you are like, well, those aren't funny. Well, you don't hang out with my friends because <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. And I got to tell you, part of the best part about hanging out with comics is the fact that we get to say so much stuff between each other in private and no one goes home but hurt or taken a personal. Right. Like you can't, you can't say things. You, you got your civilian friends when you're a comedian that you sometimes you gotta check yourself and realize oh, oh, I always I'm not, get, always get I'm in trouble not allowed. That, yes. But when you hang out with other comics, man, it's the most racist, horrible, vile, <laughs> and that's just the women. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's it's such a comforting. It's like because this is what it felt like when you were a kid before you knew there was any repercussions for anything you said. You could hang out on the playground with your friends and just say whatever popped into your mind without filtering shit out. And I think that's why one thing comics only understand with other comics. You know. Yeah, but I, I but I do think. Joe Joe Rogan's special was good. It's just uh, again, like I, I felt like he started acting out at the end. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. When he threw himself on the floor and mm-hmm. like I just I like that kind of like. Oh, he had he had one bit that just caught me. I love whenever there's something that, you know, a lot of comics go by doing like. Okay. He ended on a crazy joke, right? The yeah. tampon one. Yeah, I was like, really? okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I didn't say they were all like huge hits with me, but But I was just shocked he did that with the ending. The one he had about vegans and the cat food, I thought that was great. Blew my mind. I'm like, yeah, how come I never thought of that? He should have ended with that. That was great because the tampon thing was like total left field out of that. I was like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah, no, the the cat food one was great. The guy has a great successful career. He's obviously doing something right, and I kind of enjoy people who they made their mark early enough in comedy that they have their fan base so they can go out on stage and say what they want to say. And like, even during his show, he's like, you bought the ticket. You knew what this was going to be. And that's so great compared to what, you know, 
some of us at like the level I'm at where you're just going to play the comedy club because it's the comedy club in town on a Friday. That's the audience coming out. If someone comes out to see you because they saw you last year, it's a huge deal. Like, oh, man, thanks for coming back up. Yeah. But when you when you have your brand and like if you go to a Joe Rogan show and you leave offended, uh, that's kind of on you, you know, because you you should have known what you were going for. Even Louis C.K.'s audience knows what they ex- they're going to get when they go see Louis. Oh, you poor know? Louis. And that's what people keep saying. He showed up to another club and they people just start walking out on his head. Really? Yeah. How long is that going to be in jail for? Mm. I don't know. You think Bill Cosby's doing okay? I heard he just got hit in the face with uh, a pudding. piece of chicken. No. Yeah, he was trying to do a joke and they slapped him with a piece of chicken. That's it's a, not true. It's a headline. What? I swear to you. Can I should you have pulled that up? up. Can you pull that up? I probably can. Okay, because the last thing I heard was his first week in jail, they released the uh, menu for the week, and he actually... He got hit with a hot dog. No, he had lunch. He was going to have gelatin one day was on the menu, and then they actually had chocolate pudding on, like, Friday or Saturday. So it was just <laughs> the irony of it all. But who the hell... Look... All things aside, who the fuck is throwing chicken and hot dogs at what is he, 70? 70, yeah, 72? He, he got hit with a he got hit with a hot dog. And then I heard I heard because someone was talking about it at the open mic and they showed me the Oh, oh, so it's a lie. Bill Cosby was not smacked in the face with a chicken patty in prison food fight. Uh, oh, that came from TMZ, so you know it's true. Well well Bill Cosby hit with a he got hit with a piece of chicken. Oh. Also he was not smacked, so it's a lie. Uh, but he was hit with a hot dog, I heard. <laughs> yeah, that's where the lie was. It was not a chicken patty. It was a hot dog. It, it hot got dog. blown out of proportion. <laughs> yeah, no one wastes a good chicken patty in prison. We See, only on his first day, Bill Cosby hit with a hot dog bun. <laughs> hot dog. But is that a true story? <laughs> Look at his poor face. Ghost dad hit what with a hot dog bun. What was bun? the story? There's no more to this? There's just that? Because report had a first a rough first day behind bars where he's been sentenced to spend the next three years of ten convicted for drugging and molesting women, blah 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 blah. Um, Kazi also told his wife he fell down st- a set of steps because he was guided. Uh, Wasn't guided. Uh, but, but, but where's the hot dog line? Well the headliner says he got hit with a hot dog. They don't even talk about it. What's going on here? Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> no, oh, no. Oh, speaking of fake news, how's your boy Ronaldo doing? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. He's another one in the Me Too thing right now. That soccer store, Ronaldo. Oh, I don't know about that one. I haven't been. Oh, you know Ronaldo. Who was I talking to about this? Not me. uh, You know Ronaldo, though, in soccer? No. Put in Ronaldo. (laughs) Supposedly, uh, one of my buddies who's into sports was telling me, they're like, oh, he's like this just really handsome soccer star and everything else. (laughs) Well, hold up. uh, Yeah, exactly. Let's get this going. R-O-N-A-L-D-O. But apparently this guy, uh, this guy's getting sued for uh, saying that he raped a young lady, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Apparently, here's the story as I know. Uh, I guess a couple of years ago, uh, he went on a date with this girl. They were all through Las Vegas. There's video of them in clubs getting close to each other and everything else. Then apparently they had sex and then she went directly after and to the Las Vegas police department and said she had been raped. Oh boy. And then somewhere along the lines, he paid her a amount of money. Oh, how much? To not talk about it. 
I'm sure we can find that real quick. <laughs> and then uh, now years later, she's saying she was pressured into taking that settlement. So now she's putting him on blast. And it's become one of these things again where you got all this video of these two looking close and together and then going back to a hotel room and then behind closed doors, who knows what's going on. And then there's a payment. You know, who's this kind of remind you of? Uh, this Stormy Daniels thing with the, Oh Trump. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like okay, there was a payment, and I I don't know. It's like I know nothing about this guy. I'm not a soccer fan. Whatsoever. You know, I was gonna make fun of it. But I was like, I don't want to make fun of it. No, there's, there's there's really nothing to make fun of. But it really does fall into that. If it falls into that, how do you know? How do you know? That's where you got to get a contract. I mean, once that door closes, like there was this whole thing. Um, on Twitter this week called him too or something. And it was basically some mom talking about my son won't go on solo dates with women anymore because of he's the, scared. Yeah. And then it just all started. And of course, Twitter started doing like this, uh, you know, making their memes and everything and parodying it and mocking it and everything else. And, uh, but there is guys out there who feel like, Oh, I don't want to do anything cause I might get accused. And then there's the other people who are like, Oh yeah. You know, go figure. People are living in fear now because you might have to live up to your... Your mistake. Your mistake. <laughs> but at the same time, there's uh, multiple stories of people. There was just one on, uh, I think we talked about a couple of weeks ago. This woman came out and just basically admitted after this guy served six years, ruined his college football career, everything else. And she came out you know, later and said, no, I don't know why I said that. He never raped me. And oh, yeah, we talked about this last then, time. Yeah. yeah, the ball all started moving, and uh, yeah, I want to give back my money. I want to clear his name, but if it means paying back the money, I don't think I can. <laughs> you know, how do you how there, do you weigh that? Is there something you want to tell me, Mike? Who, me? I don't know. No, actually. I'm touchy I, about this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, it's just a scary. I won't, I won't tell people our secret. What? I'm just saying. What secret? What happens between these doors is just between us. You're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you man it's okay baby <laughs> dude, dude i was an altar boy for seven years nothing happened oh we know you're I'm ugly good. yeah 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 speaking you know what I, i'm going to trans i felt like there's a setup but it was not set up because mm -hmm. i had this all queued up mm -hmm. this thing you heard about this kid the little ugly dude oh man i hate when this happens this I've happens seen, to you I've all the time i've seen i've seen other oh, things no. along this line dude this is but, great uh, check this out yeah as the story. When you get a fast food meal, no one expects to be called a little ugly dude. Hold up. I'm like, really? Tanisha Bush says her son went into the Wendy's on Schillinger Road Monday night. Quintarius Brown says. He's not an ugly he dude, by the way. People he looks like a normal kid. were laughing before he got his order. When he saw the words little <laughs> ugly dude printed at the bottom, he ran out of the restaurant. It hurt, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> Boy, your high school is going to be having a field day with you. Words at the bottom of a receipt. The family says that's just not funny. It's not cool. Oh, it's <laughs> super funny. Okay, so basically, <laughs> this guy, and he looks like he's got to be fifteen. Dude, 16. he looks like a normal kid, and he doesn't. He's not even ugly. Dude, uh, he's, he's a perfectly. He's a perfectly good-looking guy, but for some reason he went to Wendy's. He ordered something, and after I've just to be a dick. I've worked in hospitality for years, and uh, you can on um, tickets, you know, especially at, at like fast food places. A lot of times they ask you your name, and they put it on, 
you know, the screen so they know your order or something like right. that. But some restaurants don't realize when they put something on the computer, sometimes it stays in the back of the house. So it's just like a message to the cook or something. Right. But other times it actually ends up on the customer receipt. And more often than not, you see this. Like you can go on, you know, the Internet and Google all this stuff. And you'll see people that like like one one bartender, <laughs> one bartender, I put like four ugly black chicks or something once. Oh, my gosh. Just because really? when you're working a bar. You know, you're trying to put the checks in the computer rather than learn their names. It's like dude in striped shirt, chick with glasses. And I think someone put four ugly black chicks or something and ended up on their receipt. Dude, I'm checking all my receipts, by the way. Who knows what people have been writing crap about me? I never check my receipts. Yeah, uh, probably Lil Ugly Dude. I I thought that's why you pulled this up. I thought it hit so close to home for you that you're like, my man's voice must be heard. Uh, my, My man. You know, but the guy's name in this was Quintarius Brown. Quintarius Brown. So if I'm working Wendy's and I say, can I get your name for the order? And he's like, Quintarius. I'm like, fuck that. Little ugly dude. <laughs> little ugly I, dude. I don't have enough room to spill Quintarius. He abbreviated little too, like, like a rapper. Like, li- <laughs> dude, if he, what if he comes out with a rap style? Yeah, oh, that, like, like, what was that? That bad baby chick. That yeah, baby. It's little ugly dude. Little ugly Straight dude. Straight out of the Wendy's. Mm. Hit me with the bait. Mm. <laughs> we definitely have no flow. No, uh, we have no flow. <laughs> So we do great. Let's just do the mumble rap. I was in a Wendy's eating a quarter pounder with Zoom and they called me ugly. We just lost everybody. N word nuggets. Yeah. Baked potato. I feel like people are gonna be like, yo, you guys are you guys are horrible. There you go again, thinking people listen to this. We have one. We do have one. They left a comment. They did leave a comment. And they felt sorry for you. And they felt sorry. <laughs> but, she said I was funny, so I don't care. Yeah, but that's why I don't feel bad about the comment, because obviously she thought you were funny, felt sorry for me. <laughs> she doesn't get the fucking show whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> She's been listening to this the whole time, thinking I'm Kermit. Hey, I PayPal to her 20, all right? So mm-hmm. she wrote that comment. It's helping Please, out. Please, I saw the picture. You paid her in pesos. <laughs> it's Venmo's Venmo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, oh, what else you got here? Oh, I didn't know you were into the art scene. I didn't know you were such oh, an artiste. I'm an artiste, man. Yeah. I'm, a, uh, I'm a fan of Banksy. You know who Banksy is? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've that, he, like, he writes, he draws all that He's a British, he's a graffiti guy, though, Yeah, right? but you know, no one knows what he looks like. He always, always does these crazy things. Well, he did a piece. He has a like a, a iconic piece with a little girl. Mm-hmm. It has like a balloon with a heart floating Yeah, away. I've seen it. I guess it auctioned out, and it auctioned out for like a million dollars or something like that. Oh, wow. And uh, it self-destructed. What? <laughs> yeah, he blew it up what? like like a James Bond villain. Moments after Banksy's painting sold for nearly a million and a half dollars, it started falling through its frame, emerging in shreds, <laughs> and setting off an alarm. A post on the artist's Instagram page hints that he pulled off the prank. The caption reads, going, going, gone. Banksy later posted this video online, revealing he had secretly built a shredder into the frame years ago. What? In case the painting was ever put up for auction. How many years ago? How the shredding started or who hmm. shot this video, showing the shock sparked by this. <laughs> Look at all those rich white people all sweating. Girl with balloon first appeared on a wall in East London. Dude, that's so weird. So, so basically, he. He created this artwork. He put yeah. it in a frame. He built a secret shredder into the frame. That's been in a museum for how long? For years. Yeah, and I guess from 
I got to look into this because from what she was just saying was when the, they he released or said that he had built this in just so it had ever been sold. So I wonder if... I wonder if he gave it to someone or donated to someone as a gift, and then when he saw someone trying to make money off it, he had to self-destruct on it. But like but, how, the battery, yeah. How how was that thing? Like I want that technology because shit, man. Because my battery's in my remote. If I leave it for a year, they explode in there, and I'm like, oh damn it, I got to change up the battery. Yeah. Acid is all, I, all I over the place. Know. A lot of this seems like there had to be like. You're telling me that thing's been hiding in... Like, they do x-rays of these things and everything else to make sure they're genuine. And so you think it's stage? I think so. You think it's all tricks? I think there's a little it's bit of... It's all tricks and yeah. smoke and mirrors? Yeah. Because right. I'll tell you what... Because if that thing had just been sold for a million dollars at an auction, it would have been back page news. But the fact that it... And yeah, like that thing's still worth. It's probably worth even it's, more. No, money. it is. I, I heard it's worth more money now. Having that frame and half of it shredded. Ah, and they only shredded it right up and down because you could still see the art. Yeah, it would have been better if it like caught on fire. <laughs> like, just like. Speaking of which, uh, if you need to pick up a fire watch, you oh, can get hold up. On. So <laughs> yeah, you, dude, you talked about your fire watch all through Louis, and I'm like, people are like, yo, let me see this thing. So what? Your watch, because oh. not a lot of people come out to the shows. That what do you mean not a lot of people? Some people don't come out to the shows that watch well, the Well, I watch will be the at podcast. the Boardwalk Bowl this Friday and Saturday. Not everyone lives in Orlando. Well, they need to make the... I don't just... I go everywhere. I was in North Carolina, South Carolina Just week. show me All the right. damn watch. So, uh, <laughs> this is my merch. Well, one of my pieces of merch. It's a beautiful, beautiful watch. And it's got a little something extra in there. You just... Uh, you just pull it and oh look look fire, at that fire, fire. Bad. and i love using this thing i don't even smoke and i i talk about this in the show i just Smokes like dick i like using it what now then keep going mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why i thought what's your merch again oh my yeah what's your merch gonna be it's gonna yeah be exactly a- <laughs> back to me all right so uh i like using this because if you ever get kidnapped you can get all james bondy and burn through the ropes and save the girl or uh when I'm out in the bar and I see one of those guys with an Apple smartwatch and he's talking about all the stuff his watch can do, I'm like, that's cute. Can you do this? Nah. 800 bucks. You can't burn down your ex-girlfriend's house. What the hell's the point? <laughs> so uh, these are fun and useful and I sell them for 20 bucks. Uh, they're awesome. Totally refillable. Have you had anyone like, like complain that it exploded in their wrists or anything no, like that? No, of course not. Because uh, you- I make sure that when you do catch on fire, you... I'm glad you. I'm glad you got that down. Where you don't have to blink when you say that. That was pretty good. Yeah, you like that? What about that? Dude, don't oh. burn the mic, you psycho. Well, I'm the one. You pushed it back in my face. <laughs> I pushed it out of the way. <laughs> so, and then of course this thing I've been selling for God, man. How long have I been selling these now? Uh, since I've known you. So. Yeah, 2010. I think I started selling these. 2009, 2010. So this is the firewall, and I've been selling these on stage for years, and they're just basically um, they're they're designed to be a magic trick. But when I first saw it, I'm like, yeah, I'm never using that for magic. It's more fun just to, when you're at the drive-thru at 3 in the morning and people are falling asleep on their shift, you just go like that and they, like, freak out. Dude, I'm shocked and, uh, that, wall, that wall is still intact, man. Oh, yeah. this They hold up well, dude. This one, uh, we've been through. The guy who makes these, um, I used to work for him. He, he designs magic tricks for magicians. And uh, over the years, we've You been go on through, airplanes with that crap? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Half of Orlando TSA has one of these now. <laughs> they know me by name. <laughs> the first couple of times you're getting frisked. After that, they're like, what's up, Mike? Uh, you know? But um, yeah, we've been through so many design changes with these over the years. Every time I come back, I'm like, hey, can you make it like this? He's actually about to make uh, wallets that are actually leather rather than... What's know, that right there? Is that leather? like a pleather. You know? Oh, okay. But steel spring hinge. Flippy, flippy. How's it showing up? 
looking good. I mean, it looks. I mean, I can't see. I mean, so so that's what you complain about. What? Not getting on time. No, we're not. We're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do. What do you mean? Okay, no, we're not gonna do. We're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do. Okay. We're not gonna do it. Oh, it's me, Kung Pao Harusky. Hi. No. Hi. The the wallets I get from my guy, the watches, me and uh, me and oh. another country have had some differences of opinions over the past week or two. I am so honored, Mike. Michael son. Mike son. Son Mike. Mike son. I'm so honored, Mike son. You have gotten your fire watches as my family has eaten only one crab for the entire month. We shit. He's like, I can't. All right, that's enough. That's enough. You proud of yourself? No. You happy? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's, so funny. it's so bad. It's horrible. I can't even get through it without no. laughing. I just see your no. face of disappointment. Yep. Oh. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. So I've had some supplier problems this month, but I'm working things out. All right. Yep. And uh, what else you got up here today? You got, I'm so proud of you today. You got all this little got show prepped done. You yeah, got things man. plugged in. Look at your, look at your girl, man. Mm-hmm. Your girl Melania Trump went to uh by the way, she went to Africa mm-hmm. to like promote her like bullying and stuff and then her husband's the number one bully. But <laughs> Okay. But like look at this bitch is wearing. <laughs> Where is she in here? She's got those things well, in the back. They almost, I'm gonna assume This is Egypt. Or San Francisco. And um <laughs> and uh <laughs> dude, I saw that and like of course everyone started shitting on her like nice outfit, Indiana Jones. Yeah, she does look like the bad guy from an indie flick. So like, I figured we could roast this chick for a little bit. You think so? I mean, what what else is there really to say? This bitch looks like Carmen, who gives a fuck, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> she does look like Panama Jack a little bit. <laughs> she, she, she looks like she's on the bottle of rum. That's not, not the Captain Morgan. It's like Admiral R- R- Morgan. Uh, it's, but what was she doing in uh, Egypt? I don't know, man. They they start questioning her about everything that she's not doing. Mm-hmm. She's talking about Judge, uh, our boy Judge Kavanaugh. The, the Supreme Court and uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Um, I think he's highly qualified for the Supreme Court. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> I like Biz. I like Biz too. <laughs> I like Biz. I like I'm glad that uh, Dr. Ford was heard i'm glad that J- judge kavanaugh was heard at- there's a video of her uh, and she's like complaining she's like i wish people would focus their energy not on my outfit but my views and was like shut up <laughs> look what you're wearing <laughs> yeah uh what was it when she went to uh did we ever fix that when we were just taking away uh people trying to come into the country down by the border we were just grabbing their kids and separating last i heard there were still like yeah a thousand kids who were still trying to get yeah, reunited yeah. with their families but didn't she wear a jacket at that point yeah it says something like controversial what was, was like, it what was it said oh God, man i forgot i don't care about you yeah i don't something. care something like that yeah some garbage so, uh i gotta i gotta believe being that she was a model and at one time she was basically just a clothes rack with a pulse <laughs> which is basically you know what that career entails it's like hey you're a mannequin go walk out there and do it for her to sit there and go i wish people would talk less about what i'm wearing uh, maybe someone with a history of clothing you pay a little bit more attention to what you're wearing 
And, you know, oh, the uh, I don't care about you or whatever was supposed to be ironic or something like that. I'm like, well, when you're going to visit people who really feel like you don't care about them, there's no irony. It's just a slap in the fucking face. <laughs> and then, yeah, maybe you're not traveling all over looking for lost artifacts dressed like fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs> German. All you're missing is the black gloves and like those little round glasses and. Maybe uh, just a fucking monocle. I don't know where the video's at, but there's a there's a there's another video of her, like her talking about like like it's funny because like Trump like shits on everything that she does, but then she doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like everything that she's like, oh, well, I'm here for the people, and then Trump's like, that place is sucks. Everyone over there sucks. <laughs> I don't know what he uh, says, but oh uh, yeah, one of those shithole countries. Oh yeah, there you go. That's all I'm saying. I was like, like oh, that place is a shithole country, anyways. Like all right, thanks. Oh man, that's that's where we're at though. Kavanaugh's approved. Cosby's in jail. Does Cosby in jail bother you? What? <laughs> you made it sound like it bothered you. Does it bother me? No, it's just, huh. uh, it's it's such, uh, it, it's, what what do you got to do? You know, what do you, Cosby in jail, rightfully so, if everything that was said about him was true. You know, Kavanaugh also had things said about him, not in jail, elected Supreme Court. Confirmed, Did he win? Conf- oh, mean, they confirmed him. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm like been, he's on. on the news. He's on I was the following it, and then I stopped. I think they said uh, the recess. They they had the holiday on Monday. They had Columbus Day. I'm sorry, Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then uh, he he's uh, he's already going through the motions. Got sworn in and everything. There's a meme out with Columbus, and it goes Happy Columbus Day, and it's Columbus, and he has an Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's a picture of a bunch of Indian people just wiped out. Like, Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wish that someday my kids can live in a country where politicians are held as accountable for their actions as people no, in the industry. They're going to, they're going to, uh, by that time, they're going to have your kids like, um, too plugged into like internet and they're going to be focusing on entertainment, not knowing what's going on. Is gonna be like oh, kind of like the regular world right now, but worse, like Ghost in the Shell kind of feel. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be like the Matrix. Take your kids outside, play with them. Ask are you ever, them, ask them how their days? Are going. you ever scared of like your kids growing up to something that you're like, oh man, what how did it go wrong? What do you mean? Like I don't have video of it. Like I was, I was looking at like I was look. I've been like recently like watching people that are addicted to like weird things. Mm-hmm. Like one lady was like addicted to eating like paper. Oh, wow. And then another dude was addicted to this, like, eating hand sanitizer. Yeah, you were telling me about the hand sanitizer yeah. thing, and I was like, is that a fake No, and then, or? like, no, these yeah. are people that are addicted. And I was just like, man, what if your kid grew like, your kid, like, I, like he, they live with their mother and father still. I know a girl that's addicted to eating her own, like, pulling out and eating her own hair. Yeah, see, like, what if that was your kid? You're like, well, that's my kid. Oh, you tried to what do happened? Where did I go wrong? How, how's that a... I think a would lot it be of, your fault? I don't know. I think a lot of those are mental conditions, man. I mean, you're asking me basically, is it my fault if my kid turns out to be gay? You know, no, that's that, that's not a mental condition. <laughs> Why did you pause on that? No, I, I'm just I'm just saying there's <laughs> there's things there's things genetics and everything else that make us who we are. Like if a, your kid was like arrested multiple times for beating off on a bus, like you'd be like, yo, what? What happened? <laughs> like always, like like what happens? You to don't these think people? that's a mental? You don't think that's a mental issue if something like that's going on? Is it a mental issue or are they just freaking gross and they're nasty? They're just crazy. I'm gonna just be. You don't crazy. think craziness is a mental? Well, what? No, I know a lot of crazy people, and they're not mental. They're just straight up crazy. 
I think Steve is crazy. Yeah. But I don't think he's mental. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I think so. The no, guy I think laid down in jet fuel, made a jet fuel angel, and had someone light in a fire and thought that was going to work out okay. He's crazy. That's crazy. That there's something not right in your head at that point. But he's still functional human like he knows how to act in public Dude, and he walks uh, around those he- are sociopaths man <laughs> people love jeffrey dahmer you know you he, oh he's such a nice charismatic guy and in the meantime he's eating boys <laughs> yeah is that his dad's fault um i don't know is it <laughs> i don't know i don't have kids i, I don't know Thank I th- god i think if i think it falls on parenting if you see signs of stuff like that, like Jeffrey Dahmer uh, specifically was torturing animals, showed all those things when he was younger. And I think his dad feels guilty for not, you know, rather than that whole boys will be boys thing, be like, hey, you shouldn't be fucking skinning cats alive. Jesus thing, Christ. You know? So I think that's where you got to step in and, you know, but no, I mean, my, my parents had three boys. We all turned out very differently and some of us are not doing so well at life right now. But I don't think that's... I think my parents did the best they could. But that's like bad decisions. At some point, there's a personal responsibility that comes into your life. All right. Would I feel bad if my boys went down a path that was, you know, making them, you know, uncomfortable and do bad things in life? Yeah, of course. What would would one thing, like, you you don't want your kid to become? A comedian. Okay. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be comedians. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, and you know it's going to happen. No, well, that's why I figured this is going to work out because, you know, at some point, like, I love both my boys right now, but at some point, you know, there's going to come that point where they just rebel against everything, and hopefully they'll rebel against being a shitty piece of crap guy that goes up on stage and tells dick jokes and sells fiery merchandise and become like doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, you know, maybe they'll go so far away. They'll maybe they'll be ashamed to talk about me at medical school. School like, oh, my, I'm a third generation doctor. Aiden, what's your father do? He died when I was two. You know? <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> yeah, you want the best for your kids. Speaking of which, man, how are you doing? I thought you were on the whole uh, kid kick. Over no, here. man, this she's is just going to be baby central. Ain't over no baby here. Cent- Ain't no baby. Really? You got a five thousand dollar bed. That's more than I spent on either of my children's births. <laughs> You're spending more just trying to conceive one that I've put into either one of them. <laughs> Can I take that? Probably. <laughs> Can I take that on the, on, the, on the show? Yeah, probably. All right, I'm going to take that, Joe. I'm going to work on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's no baby popping in here. Why not? No, man. Why not? Because we're not ready. Oh, we were just all comfortable talking about my kids who are going to grow up to be jerking off on buses, and now we're just... <laughs> they <gonna> are. <laughs> <laughs> my kids... No, to jerk off with a locked door because they learn from their dad. <laughs> uh, but what? No, like uh, not even a month ago, you were talking about like the whole having a kid and stuff like that, right? Um, I think we had to talk about it, mm-hmm. and then it was just kind of like not I, yet. Got stuff you right, want to do? Not yet, but like I know she. What you want to do? She's in the age where like because we don't want like have no kid, and she's like forty. Yeah, I think there. I think there's a time. It, I think it's after thirty-five that the risk of things go up like, yeah because i don't want my months. kid to come out looking like sloth from goonies so i don't want my freaking <laughs> day you guys you know you shouldn't have kids. baby Ruth. no kids for you you are such an insensitive <laughs> piece of shit and that's why i'm scared yeah i'm now i'm scared too i'm just you would have the most racist little baby pop or or worse my kid would be like allergic to sunlight <laughs> be like no like oh my god this piece of crap <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't even with you. Thank you. Yes. Hey, you're wearing a shirt today. I am. Not that you don't wear shirts, but like it says. Uh, it says coño. Coño, which uh, means. Uh, it means damn it in Hispanish. In Hispanish. Hispanish. Yeah, anything on the back? No, it's just a white shirt. But You're always uh, wearing these cool shirts that I got to ask for translations on. Well, I got to get you some because uh, it's from Latin Sushi. Latin Sushi. Yeah, so what? then they're, they're one of our backers. Oh, are they? Yeah, you didn't know that. How come I don't have a shirt? I they don't, don't make them in triple X. Damn it, why you beat me to the punchline? <laughs> because I'm funnier than you. If I leave the jokes up to you, we're not going to get anywhere. That's true. You'll spend three years trying to come up with seven minutes. But we'll still be in this nice comfy house. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, I read uh, on the way up to South Carolina... Uh, you had sent me, uh, can we talk about this? No. I can't even mention that? I mean. Can I just say you sent me a screenplay you had written and I was laughing my ass off at it. It was very well done. You're yeah. bullshitting. No, me. I didn't read the whole, I didn't read the whole thing. I got about, uh, probably eight or nine pages in, but I mean, just the whole setup and everything. I, I thought it was great. I loved it. And I think whether we find someone to produce it or not, did you know the South Park guys, how South Park became South Park? Uh, they just did it off a of paper mache kind of. I saw the well. They, they did, first made it. They were in college together, right? And they made one episode, and it got passed around. And then someone from a production company or something said, "Hey, I want you to make a Christmas card like this for you know, just for interpersonal use." And then it just got passed around, made it to a comedy. Central exec, and they're like called them in for me, and they're like, "Yeah, we want to do a series." And they've been on for what twenty. 20 years now all right geez so i uh, like i i thought it was funny i thought it was original oh, i thought thanks. it had some good stuff in it you know, i thought it had some horrible shit too but, did it oh no yeah I'm there were ready. a few things that i was like eh, maybe not that but yeah overall it was well written and everything else oh thank you funny shit so. yeah well i've been working on that you happy with that listeners did we just vague the fuck out of you on that <laughs> i know <laughs> i'm not ready to present it yet because it's still rough draft level yeah yeah, and I don't even have an ending. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, so whatever. There you go. I appreciate that. Oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right. Dude, did you see the back of my freaking neck? I did. What like, the fuck happened? I was, I was being here. polite. You're being polite? I was being polite. Dude, I want to get it because I got the show tomorrow. Yeah, turn around. Let me did see. You, look, show, show, put the, show the camera on where, this thing. Where's the camera? Is it your your finger's over at number one. Yeah? Yeah, this thing right there. Look, not, at, look at the back of my neck, dude. Look at that. Look like Freddy Cougar gave me an edge. You look like the border of Arizona and something else. <laughs> what border is Arizona? Other places. Other places. Yeah. Other you, states. You you look like someone cleared one field so they can grow something this year <laughs> and the other. Dude. And then it's just burnt cornfield and like, everywhere else. And like he was cutting my hair and, and I didn't this want. This is your guy, right? Not really my guy. Does just he like, do your eyebrows for you too? He did my eyebrows. He, like, thank say, goodness eye, he didn't chop, chop eyebrow, up my eyebrows. Does he wax them or what's he do? No, nah, man. He just takes a little razor. He takes a little razor. They're very they're very well defined today. Your yeah, eyebrows. that's what the ladies like. Really, they don't like when you shape one of them off. No, I don't do the, I don't do the gangster slits. No, no, I I totally. Oh yeah, when you shave your eyebrow completely off. Yeah. <laughs> no. Once, once every twenty years. I uh, yeah, man, dude. Like like I didn't want to be a bitch when you because I felt it. You felt it go. I was wrong. like, and I even like I even did like the whole like jerk my neck, my head mm -hmm. forward. Like, all right, dude, it hurts. Why was just going rough on you? Dude, it was like the blade was like cutting me every time mm -hmm. he, and I was just like not being a bitch. I just didn't say anything. Yeah. And then he didn't put any aftershave, which they usually do yeah. aftershave after mm -hmm. they use a razor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's weird. He even cut my face. Yeah, I saw that it was all. And uh, I was like, all right, whatever. And then I get oh, to. Oh, he did the, your goatee for you? Yeah. And then he gets. I get to the school 
uh, to karate school, and my dad's like, "Yo, what the hell happened to you?" And I look, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And then the asshole puts like some like alcohol, rubbing alcohol on my neck, mm-hmm. and, and just stings. Yeah, and I'm just, just screaming at the school. Yeah, because usually they give you the choice of like square or rounded on your. Back. I don't even know what he did. What did he do? Like a square? He did like both. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are you serious? Yeah, he did. He's like, man, you ever see how? I- <laughs> Yep. You ever, no, you, please you tell ever, me you're joking right you ever, now. You ever see, you know, I can do square, I can do rounded, or you know how when the sun just starts rising? <laughs> Shut in the up. East, you do. You got like a little divot thing. Have no. you not seen it? I'll take a picture of it. No. Now my phone's charging. But you can check out on the camera, man. Yeah. Is that a straight edge? Turn around again. I'll look. Is that a straight, is that a straight line? Nah, dude. Nah. You're shitting me it, right it now. It comes down, and then there's like a little, eh. And then it's like it's like a low like a rainbow that's trying to make it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Because usually you, you I know, need a new barber. You go straight, or you got like that little downward round. He did rather than doing downward, he just went up in it. Yeah. Oh my god! Like you might as well just go back and get some like like the Bulls logo shaved into the side <laughs> of your head. I might go back tomorrow, dude. Because I told the man, I, I text the manager. Yeah. I know the manager. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like, look what your fuck? boy did to me. You've had your hair done by this guy before? Yes. This has never ever happened. Turn back around. They look at that thing. Yeah, no, that ain't straight. So it goes like a like whoop? Yeah, yeah. Oh exactly. My God. Exactly. No, wait a minute. Lean your head back a little bit. Yeah, when you scrunch your neck up, your neck fat makes it look like <laughs> neck fat. <laughs> like it gets lost in the crease, so it looks kind of straight. <laughs> Well, thank God I don't have to worry about that on stage. Yeah. All, you facing do, everybody. all you gotta do is just walk. How's that? How's yeah. that? Well, it's yeah. Wear a neck brace till it grows out. <laughs> Perfect. Know? You're fine. He's gonna color it in like you did your eyebrow. Yeah. Just, yeah. just put some fake hair on there. Yeah, that's gonna be harder to do for you when you got hold like a mirror this way. <laughs> this, yeah. Damn it, man. Yeah, you should go to one of those places that the tattoos hairlines in. <laughs> just, <laughs> son of a bitch, man. Yeah. And it looked good, and I was like, all right, not bad. And then I was like, man, it really burns. Yeah. And sure enough, jacked me up. Man. Man. Well, it it, it grows back though. That's yeah, it grows good. back. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll just laugh at you for a couple of weeks. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Because <laughs> you made it so easy on me when I shaved off my eyebrow. Dude, you're, that's totally you're different. Like, two months. <laughs> it's gonna take two months. Dude, that's totally different. Yeah. You... Yeah. That was self inflicted. You paid someone to do this to you. You're a massive And I tipped the fucker. Oh man. Why? I have no idea. Freaking You're asshole. only reinforcing negative behavior. <sighs> I'm sorry. And I thought I was a good client. Like I stayed quiet. Is that why your girl was packing her stuff when I came over? <laughs> she, she leaves me for over a haircut. Like, this, I can deal with a lot of stuff, but that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. It's acceptable. Um, no, nah, man. Don't think too much about it. I'm not thinking anything about it. It just hurts. Yeah. You're thinking about it. You're trying to make me feel yeah. self-conscious about it. No, now when you're walking through the mall, everybody's going to be like, look at that lost little boy. <laughs> walking through the mall. You're walking through the mall. They're going to be like, look at that lost little boy with that horrible haircut. No, no, no. I look like a man. Not from behind. From behind, you look like a lost boy with a horrible haircut. No. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, You should walk through the mall with like one of those kids' no. leashes. No, no. But like just walking around screaming mommy and from like the back people are gonna be like that poor little lost child Dude, speaking of like stupid outfits and are you, are you are we gonna do the Halloween thing? I do it every year with the kids. No, but we're, are we gonna do a Halloween special here? Yeah, we got to we got What are you gonna dress up as? I don't know. I, I don't know either. The sad thing is from doing all these roasts I have like a closet. Do you have co- do you still have all your costumes? Yeah, 
So you have your Aquaman. Uh-huh. Um Iron Man. Uh-huh. Iron Man is just kind of just, just you. It was and more Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark. I got my Han Solo I can go with. Han Solo. I still got my Joker costume from the year I did Joker. Oh, that's I got Spider-Man costumes. We didn't do a roast Spider-Man. I just have them. I have a full. You line. have a Spider-Man outfit? Yeah, you want to borrow it? And it's a onesie? Yeah. Please wear that. No, because oh, when I got it, please. I had a body for please it. Wear no, spandex please. Oh, is unforgiving. I will pay you to no, wear that. I look like a spider about to have babies. <laughs> I look like that spider like, why is that spider? And then you poke it with a stick and all these spiders come out. All the babies come out. Yeah. Please wear that. No, man. Oh. No, I'm not wearing spandex for you. Why? Come on, man. Where does I don't want to be fat Spider-Man. Be fat Spider-Man. I don't want to be fat Spider-Man. Spider fat. No, man. No. It's a great costume, too. It really is. Uh, and then I, I'll probably, I, I got my full on, I've wanted to do this for years. Uh, I got. I wanted to do this at MegaCon the last couple of years. I got a full size Elmo mascot costume. Oh, that sounds creepy. It is, but I wanted to uh, basically do Elmo as Chewbacca. So, because it's a furry monster. Oh, it's thing. a furry monster. I wanted to get like the bandolier and the right. like do Elmo. And then I think it was at MegaCon last year. I saw someone who got Elmo costume, dyed it all brown. Oh, and was they one upped you. They did, but for some reason, I think it looked shitty. I think. It would look funnier just doing Elmo. Did it, did it look as shitty as me doing Rudolph but wearing the Chewbacca outfit? That was pretty horrible. <laughs> I, I put Christmas lights all over it. Oh, yeah. Are we doing that this year? I've done it every year for the like, last nine. I mean, I'm always game. but Yeah. We got a busy December. Yeah. We got a That's hell of a busy I, December. I took a bunch of gigs. You took a like, hell of a lot of gigs. I, I know we'll do at least one charity show at the improv. I just don't know if I can commit to like the doing Melbourne that. show and everything else. Oh, oh, okay. You're talking about just doing it, doing the character roles, but just at improv, but not around. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it's fun. We do it every year, but I feel like we've done Santa so many years in a row, and like we're, we're even almost, if we switch it up to a different character, it's gonna be the same jokes. Did it is the same character. joke. It's kind of hard to so, veer off too. Like, it, it is, but it. I mean, I'm the like, downside you can go of it, topical, right? But the downside of it is, we do that show. Yeah, did one of our cameras just? Like, yeah, that's all right. We got this guy. We do that show. And I don't want to not do it because it's actually become like a Christmas tradition for a lot of the local comics, and we we gather so many toys, like for charity. We yeah. come up with so many toys, and so so it's almost like um, yeah, we're gonna do it. We're yeah, gonna do, do, it. do it. Yep, I have to. Maybe I'll just switch characters this year and make it more fun. I've been frosty for like nine years. <laughs> just love being frosty. I got the costume. It fits. Why not? All right. Well, I guess that's... We'll figure that out when it comes comes time, Yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I think so, that's uh, it for tonight. Just tonight. to wrap it up, uh, Wednesday night, uh, I'm hosting the open mic at the Orlando Improv. Carmen Valone's out of town at Vasani's comedy zone out in port charlotte so I'm and i'll be on the main stage oh nice doing a charity show you're doing the charity show for uh mr tony black, tony black. Good friend tony black and then friday and saturday i'll be at bonkers comedy club at the boardwalk entertainment center over there in east orlando if you want tickets go to bonkerscomedy.com hit them up say mike hurl he sent you they'll get you on the guest list over there uh and then sunday i got tapped i'll be filling in for uh ken miller hosting the ken plus 10 at the orlando improv i believe that's a 7 30 show and ken is flying in from uh springfield illinois he should land get there just in time to close out the show so if you were counting on going to see ken miller at the ken plus 10 show uh Tough. good news he'll probably be there no he'll be there closing oh, out closing out okay 
So, uh, yeah, that's a busy week ahead of comedy for me. And what you got going on? Uh, that's it. Just Wednesday. And that's it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, if you can, if you got time Friday or Saturday, swing by Boardwalk. Oh, that's right. I'll probably spot. do a guest spot. Yeah, or, I'll check uh, out or, you know, Sunday. Feel free to make it out to the Ken Plus time. I'll be there for Sunday. Just hang out. Cool. Swing out. I'll yeah. Really? Of course. All right. Why not? Well, you know, 10 comedians plus more. Yeah, but we need some good ones, too. <laughs> There's some good ones on the show. Well, uh, Ken's actually doing it as... He, he doesn't want to use the word competition, but he's doing it as a competition. Like, he's putting, like, a $100 prize up for the... Funniest. For one of the 10 who has the best set of the night. But, so, maybe I'll throw you up uh, after me, rather than it being... You know, that's always the funny thing with these things, because when it becomes a competition, nobody wants to go first. And you explain to them, you're like, dude, none of you are going first. Yeah. I'm hosting it. I'm going up. Right. I'm doing time. I'm warming them up. You oh, know? so you're going to tell them it's a contest? Yeah, that's that's the way it is. Okay. But, um, yeah, but people still get freaked out about, like, not wanting to be the first one. So maybe I'll throw you up after me, you know, do a quick five and set it up for... Set so it up no for one can say they had to go first. Right. Know? Okay. So yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk see. about it. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening in. And this has been episode 37 of the Obligatory Podcast with Kermit and Mike. Oh, I didn't talk about it. I'm hooked on this show called Glow. Have you seen Glow? Why do I sound like, why does it sound like a girl show? It, it, it's the show with Mark Maron on Netflix. Oh, the wrestling the one. glamorous yeah, yeah. of wrestling. And dude, I've, it's funny. I've heard about it. I'm loving it. All right, I'll check it out. It. So yeah, watch it so we can talk about it next week. I'm more on Paradise PD which I just finished, and then Big Mouth. And Big Mouth. I haven't clicked oh, on Big so Mouth. Good. Is, it, is it worth watching? So funny. All right. I'll, Nick Kroll kills it. Oh, and John Mulaney. I had a chance to open for Nick Kroll when he came through and did uh, Stetson University. You blew it. And I blew it because I didn't want to give up one of my nights at Boardwalk Bowl. <laughs> where oh, it happened my to me this week. God. I couldn't. I was headlining. You know how bonkers it is. Like, no. You take a night off. <laughs> so I gave it to Charlie Bowie. Charlie Bowie got... And Charlie went to Stetson University. He got to go open up for Nick Kroll. Nice. And, of course, we saw that what that did for Charlie's career. So <laughs> Right I, on. I have no regrets. I made 150 bucks. I wouldn't have made. So, All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Tuning? Is that tuning? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right. Uh, this is our last uh, podcast before we become famous. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, we'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Later. Take care. Bye.